what's up podcast welcome to episode three um yo so i was just about to record this and i pressed record and i paused for a second and then i watched myself get really caught up and i like froze and it was that weird moment of you know i didn't grow up uh with this but knowing now that there's like uh fight or flight or freeze right there's three of those reactions that we can automatically take when we're in like difficult situations um so yeah but here i am i think this is fight yeah no this is fight i don't think it right positive language okay Uh, i'm gonna start off um with a little rant. Uh, This episode is with Shane. He is my cousin, my mom's sister's son. He is 18. We recently went on a month-long road trip together from Iowa down into Texas, and then he totaled his car. And Anyway, him and I recorded this episode back on May 15th, believe it or not. But it's a really great conversation, and this was before him and I had gone um, on this trip together, which obviously is a super bonding thing, right? Like, we were together for just hours straight and days and weeks, um, which was really fun. And we had, so you're in for a great conversation. Um, One thing that happened to me earlier today, I follow this guy on Instagram called Tarot Reader Peter, um, and he posted this uh, Instagram post that said, if you're looking for insight into a new business venture, which I never take these, I'm like, well, I'm not starting a business, so this isn't for me. Like a new venture is how I see it. Shuffle your deck and then find the fool. And the card in front is what you'll have to overcome. And the card behind is what will empower you. And I found my fool very quickly. And I just want to go into it um, because I found it really powerful. Um, So the card in front of you is what you'll have to overcome. So the card in front of my fool is the Four of Cups. Uh, New experiences, emotional indifference, excess leads to dissatisfaction and boredom. New possibilities are seen. Emotional indifference, excess leads to dissatisfaction and boredom. I think that's, you know, I I need to focus more on what uh, is necessary for me to, I don't know, do the shit I want to do. Like, not be bound by my old expectations of, yeah. Um dissatisfaction excess leads to dissatisfaction right i'm not trying to go get more than i need um new experiences i need to be go going head first into that so that really resonated with me and then the card behind the card that will empower me in my new venture is the prince of wands the knight of wands a sense of adventure 
a rigorous approach to life, helpful and assured. The phoenix wand symbolizes transformation and spiritual growth, focus and concentration, and inspired creativity. Boom. Adventure. Rigorous approach. That is crucial. I'm oftentimes not a huge uh, rigorous type of dude, so I can see the potential benefits. I'm turning down the gain on this mic a tiny bit. I don't know if that's really helping, but um, helpful and assured. Transformation, spiritual growth, focus, concentration, and inspired creativity. Yes, please. So um, that was really just hit home for me today, uh, which is really cool. And then I have one more message I want to get into, um, which I had dropped my deck while I was streaming the other day. It's a life messages deck. Um, and I like them because they're all kind of in the form of like I mantras, affirm, affirmative I statements. And so I had picked it up and this one was under my bed, right? Hiding, waiting for me to pick it up at the very right moment. So here we go. I am free. Today, I find the veil of my ego has lifted and a vision of my new life has appeared. Now, I am focused on my inner growth. I listen only to the voice of my heart and remain steadfast in the energy of love that I find there. I am now free of duality, fear, and judgment, and I move forward on my path to inner peace. I am free. This is the journey of the fool. I believe that we are all free. Uh, but also we ain't free because America's fucked up. So yeah. Um, cool. Uh, before we get started, there are no ads on this podcast. Because uh, who the like fucking 10 people are listening to this. But what's up? What up, homies? Uh, but yes, okay, um, but I have a couple of weekly items, ooh, uh, shout out to Drink of the Week, Trader Joe's Seltzer Water Lemon and Ginger, very subtle, uh, if you're not a LaCroix boy, then I do not suggest it, um, and then also, I have been on a big, uh, I had a veggie delight uh, sandwich from Subway. Um, for those of you who might not know, I am vegan, and being vegan in America is kind of annoying, but also really dope, because shit is really easy. But anyway, hearty, hearty, packed full of veggies, jalapenos, love a good jalapeno. Anyway. Sub of the week, Subway, Veggie Delight. All right, let's get on with it. Uh, you're in for a great conversation. And I hope you have a great week. 
and uh, we were ushering in September. Um, so this is like a throwback to May. Uh, I think May even was like, I don't know, who knows what was going on in May, but our conversation is timeless. Um, and Shane is my family. I'm about to have a lot more podcasts with Shane. Uh, he has a great perspective on life. We're very different dudes, but we're also very similar. Um, the audio quality, not great. His audio is pretty trash, but it's very listenable. So you guys will be fine. And again, thank you for listening. Um, yeah, I'm like at a point right now where I'm not happy with the quality of this podcast, episode three. I feel like it's horrible. Um, but I need to just keep trucking. Um, and I don't have any expectations of it being great right now because, dude, I'm just starting. And uh, so, yeah, I'm figuring out audio stuff, the best way to do the Zoom video chat, you know, conversations, stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, I'm just happy to be, you know, approaching life with a, with a rigorous, uh, what was it? A rigorous approach of approach to life. Sense of adventure. Helpful. Ba, ba, ba. Bang. We're growing. We're never stopping learning. Let's do the dang thing. Enjoy. So, who knows how to start a podcast, bro? Fuck. Me neither. I don't. No one does. I don't know. Well, so there's no, there's no right. right wrong. And like, Hello. here is the way that we are choosing without really choosing. So, it's happening whether or not we've like check marked this way, like. You know what I mean? Sure, yeah. Yeah, it's already started. There's no, back. <laughs> There's no turning back. Dude, I've been like really in tune with a lot of like, like I don't know really shit about astrology, um, but I've just read, I, I've read a few things. Like I'm a Gemini. My birthday is in, a, in like three weeks. Um, oh, cool. But apparently, oh, yeah, apparently Jupiter is coming into Capricorn, whatever the fuck. But it was talking okay. just about like stepping into like a new uh, like phase of life and like that happens every eight years. Mm. And I just like, as a thought experiment, look back to like 2012, eight years ago. And it was like this moment, sure. this moment, eight years ago, I was like at my lowest point I had ever been. Like I had, yeah, really? I was like in the last weeks of failing the entire semester of my sophomore year of college, mm -hmm. right? I was smoking so mm -hmm. much. I couldn't even really do, I wasn't focusing on anything. I wasn't doing anything. And like, yeah, I was, and I was like on my way back to Iowa being like, I don't know if I'm going to go here. I don't know if I want to change, right? Like all of a sudden I was seeing like mm -hmm. consequences of my actions that I hadn't thought about and pushed me what in. You, what do you mean you didn't know if you wanted to change? What do you, what do you mean by that? Right, like, so I saw that I wasn't in the right mindset to be a college student in terms of how I was relating sure. to my classes. And so mm -hmm. then when I saw the evidence, and obviously I knew that I wasn't doing it, right? But when I saw the Fs, right that was like a visual mm -hmm. yeah. wake-up call was, where i was like yeah, yeah, yeah in a way i was like okay like 
I naturally feel like I want to be really upset with myself and like slap myself on the wrist and be like, you're a better student than that. Like mm -hmm. apply yourself because the reality was mm -hmm. I wasn't applying myself. Right. Yeah. But yet I still also well, have, you don't care about being there, then why would you? Yeah. Right. And like, yeah. even at that point in my life, I, I wasn't able to like think about it in terms of like, why am I here? All I could see was like, this is 14th grade, right? Like yeah. it still held. Yeah. Like a, this is where I'm supposed to be. So, yeah. So why am I not succeeding at it? Yeah. And so that was like the first moment where I was like, oh, like this has given me like a fork in the road where like I'm seeing evidence that I wasn't doing this work. So now I could like not go back and there would be, yeah. right. And I like, right. I would have dug myself a small hole. I, I, I would have spent a little bit of money, but like, I was like, whoa, I could actually walk away. And like, I hadn't realized that that was like a possibility until mm. I saw with my own eyes, like the visual representation of my lack of effort in this scholastic way, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so, like, that, you know, in a way, like, fast forward that lesson to, like, now, mm -hmm. right? It's another moment yeah, yeah, of, yeah, like, yeah. my shit being fucked up, right? The world coming apart. I was doing this thing. Here I am. Like, yeah, yeah. I could go back to Thailand if I wanted to. Like, event, yeah, eventually, yeah. right? Yeah. However that might work out. And, like, but it's like, mm -hmm. wait, I don't have to. No one's telling me to do anything. Mm. Right? It's like, no one's telling yeah. me, hey, yeah. Shane, did you make your video yet? Yeah, exactly. Right? And it's like, you know, my, right. mom, my mom was always waking me up for school. Like, you know, my alarm wakes me up for work. But like, where, was, yeah. where have I been waking myself up to just like, mm, like give myself happiness in terms of doing things find what you know we call them hobbies or you call them whatever like i've found these handful of things that's like yes i can hone a message here i can tell a story here i can interact with a friend here you know it's a little Which bit is, yeah i mean that's that's a lot more i would assume what you want to be doing anyway than I don't know. Well, I mean, obviously, then, like, being in college, right? If you're talking about still 2012, like, how much you've grown since eight years ago, or, or like, what are you talking about? Like, a new, a new moment in your life. Yeah. You know? Yeah, totally. Well, I don't, what I was, I was going to say, like, I mean, because for me, I have a pretty similar like story I guess with college but it was it was even dumber for me because like I, I literally I don't know if I've ever told you this but I went I went in to college very consciously like my goal like I, and I, I said it like it was partially a joke but I would say it to like my friends like oh like my goal as a, as a film major here in college is to not make it all four years and to not graduate because hopefully somewhere like the, the only reason that I like really mm. went to college or like because what everyone told me bro everyone told me before film school was 
oh, you're going to make so many connections. That's why you should go to, to college for film. It's, it's about the connections. So I, in my head, like, I really took that to, you know, a, a place in my mind where I was like, oh, like, somewhere along these four years, I'm going to find, like, some freaking studio or whatever, like, internship. Who knows? Like, there's going to be something that comes along, some connection where I'm not going to graduate college because I'm going to find some better opportunity. And so that, like, obviously is stupid to go into college, like, with the idea that I wasn't going to graduate anyway, even if it wasn't, like, a real idea, because I was like, you know, I mean, what, like, I'll just go along with it, because, because I mean, like you said, that's where I felt like I was supposed to go. Yeah. Obviously, like, I'm supposed to go into college, and so, but then, like, instantly, like, almost just after a few weeks of being there, I was like, like, why do I want to be here? Like, because it was just, all of a sudden, it was just, like, more school, and it was stuff that I wasn't interested in, and, like, all these, I had, like, you know, one freaking film class, but it was, like, have I told you about this, this one film class that I was in, and it was just, like, watching a bunch of movies, and then, you know, like, learning a little bit about, like, oh, you know, here's why, the like, one, one thing from the very first day, I remember, is we watched a episode of The Walking Dead, and then at one point in it, like, somebody was cracking pecans or, like, something about pecans, and the professor was, like, or, no, it wasn't professor. It's because there was this one student who was in so many of my classes, and there's so many people like this in film school, I'll say, that have watched so many YouTube videos about, like, how to make movies and script formatting and, like, all these things that they think they just know everything. So this kid would always be chiming in with, like, oh, well, I saw this Dutch angle at this point in the movie, and I really think that that... Representing <laughs> just go on and on, and the professor like loved it, and so and then one time she was talking about like or like and then that that first day after we watched the the Walking Dead video, the professor was talking about the scene with the pecans, and then the kid chimed in and he was like, "Well, I think that it was they chose pecans for that scene, and why he was tracking pecans is because pecans are very hard on the outside, but they're soft on the inside, much like this character." And that was, it was like the very first class, and I just remember that moment of being like. Or maybe he just already just picked pecans because he likes pecans, like you know. And that I don't know, that that moment right there was like just made me realize like what, what am I doing here? Because if this if this is the class like you know because I had accepted like oh you got to do your GEs and whatever, but this is the class that I'm like here for. This is my major. Is this kid talking about pecans? <laughs> and so if I'm not if I'm not enjoying that then why am I here at all if I'm, if I'm not if I don't want to be in that class then why am I working so hard to like get a degree in this in this field you know and so, mm. that, so that that for me was my point where it was like you were talking about like a, a fork in the road that was where I realized like maybe maybe I don't need to be here you know because also like I mean, I, I passed all my classes, but just barely, because I was just putting in a minimum effort to, mm-hmm. like, not fail them and not feel like I had totally wasted the whole, t- the whole semester. But, like, yeah, I mean, especially by the end, I was just like, this is not what I want to, this is not where I want to be, this is not what I want to be doing. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, you know, my mom, right when I left to go to college, she was like, Wes, you should major in communications. And I was like, I don't know. Like I went into college undecided, which that in itself was like, what was I thinking? Anyway, like, so I was like, yeah, I need to, I need to figure out what I'm doing. And like, I took the intro to communication 101, which was like 
the fucking mm-hmm. textbook about how the first radio came to be and fucking and it was just like yeah. Yeah, it was like the history of of like mass media yeah, and, I, and i was like fuck yeah. this i mean at the time i was like i like to work with kids i'll just be an elementary education major but now like mm-hmm. you know give me like god damn it give me one other class right like i am a communicator yeah. You know what I mean? Like I would have run, yeah. I would have run yeah, this yeah. bitch in the radio studio, all this stuff, right? But I didn't know, I didn't right. know what I was looking for. Yeah, sure. Right. Well, I mean, and that's something too. Like, I think if I, I don't, know, I mean, I think if like a like a intro to communications class, I think should teach you maybe how to communicate, and not just the history of radio and TV and whatever, like. How did like, I mean? Where I mean, I'm sure, and you know, this has been said many times. But where where is that gonna help you in your career as somebody like you know, like whatever you want to do as a communications major, like you want to, you know, be like a spokesperson for a company or whatever. Like, do you, and and just that is the first class. Like, if you want to teach me about the history of radio and mass media later on in my communications major career, then sure. Like, once I already know that this is what I want to do, but I feel like the intro class should be about here's like, here's the skills, here's what you would be like, you know, you're going to be a communicator. Now we're going to teach you how to communicate your thoughts effectively, not this is when the radio was invented. That has nothing to do with like, why I'm here, why I'm at college, why I want to be a communications major. You know, I think like, you know, I totally agree. But like, also, you know, I also have another framework that's like a parallel, which is like, hey, like I personally don't value like writing up a one to two page lesson plan as my guide mm-hmm. for how I teach my sixth graders today. But mm-hmm. that's something that's good for me to know how to do because it I will see yeah, that I will see that same style of preparation from other people right so like you know that exactly like that i that same idea of like i went to a liberal arts college right so like mm-hmm. not that i really gave a fuck about that when i like decided to go there but like yeah. that idea of like yeah who cares but also like you have to start somewhere like you don't want to just be like here get into the studio which like i i don't necessarily i, mean, I-, I don't necessarily agree with but I understand why that is ingrained in the institutions that exist, right? Like my, fif- yeah, my 50, 60-year-old sure. professors are going to be teaching me Communications right. 101 because they've taught it for 20 years. Yeah. They had to learn it, yeah. right? It's the same way that we see the public school systems of this country just sitting, just stagnant, having never been able to mm-hmm. update the way that they interact with their pupils besides like adding an mm-hmm. iPad and adding a fucking smart board. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah, uh, it's like so frustrating to know that like there was all of this time where I was like forced to be a cog in this machine that mm. whose supposed intention is to prepare me for life, but to recognize that like, 
what's really more at work here is like the structures of tradition and of like of like yeah. of like playing yeah. to the majority like casting the widest net saying well here yeah. are the subjects that are important because i learned my yeah. writing reading and arithmetic right it's just like yeah like right, those exactly. are foundations but like you know, it's like giving everyone like 2% of, of like an idea about every topic ever. It's like, dude, yes, exactly. so then so then we're all thrust out here being helpless, right? Instead of being able to say where, what resonates with you, the things that interest you, you we can start to like slide you some more like, like support right. and like education or or help wrapping your mind around the things, right? Like I heard this idea the other day that really blew my mind, which was that like when we're growing up, especially in those early years where we're working on those actual tangible skills that like we can learn very quickly, right? Hopefully, you know, you're gonna mm -hmm. learn a, you're gonna learn a second or third language before you're 10 because that sure. will stick with you, right? right? But we're learning math, we're learning to read all this stuff. Um, and like mm -hmm that becomes the framework for what school is. So then when you're at a point where you can recognize I'm strong in language arts, I'm weak in math, well, right. where does all of our effort go? Where does all of the support from our elders go? Well, it goes into helping us with math because that's our weakest subject. Dude, true that. Yeah. Right? Because I, I have a 99% yeah. in language arts, so my parents don't talk to me about that because I have an A. Right, the teacher yeah. doesn't have to yeah. get in depth with me, right? And I was like, "Holy shit!" Dude, I did the thing that you're good at. Yeah, yeah. So, oh my, yeah, new, yeah. Like, it's why crazy. Do you not want to go more in depth at the thing that you're that you like and that you're good at. Yeah. <laughs> I know, dude. It's crazy. Wow. Yeah. For real. Yeah. I mean, and that I think also like. I mean, like, I think the, the, the fact that everybody has to learn, like, calculus, you know, is a little, like, if you want to, if you, like, I think that if you want to learn calculus, then that's great. If you want to be, like, a rocket scientist or whatever, where, like, that actually applies to life, then that's mm -hmm. super cool. But right. I sucked at calculus, and I didn't like it. I didn't want to be in there, and it, I'm never going to use it. I will promise you right now, it's I already forgot all of it, so I couldn't use it even if I wanted to. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Like so, I'm not I'm not anti-calculus if it comes it. up, but it's so far mm -hmm. gone that I I won't be able it won't be able to reemerge into my brain. Exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. But I mean, other than you know, like whatever, like whoever I met in that class or whatever, that 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 class, like the the material of that class is no longer with me and as far as I'm concerned right now serves no purpose in my life. But but I mean that's not the same for every kid. Like a lot of kids mm -hmm. enjoy calculus and then take it and then say, Oh, like I this really connects with me. I now I know that I want to be whatever thing to do with calculus, like a physicist or whatever. You know, and that's I I understand that, but I think I think the kids that are already good at math by the time you're you know, high school you know you're, like you said, you know that you're good at math. Like, so that's, I mean, I just, I'm sort of taking that idea of the things that you're good at 
or that you enjoy, not necessarily even that you're good at, just the things you enjoy, that that should be where you get the most, like, interest. Like, I mean, if it, the, the value of a kid wanting to learn more about a subject, mm. that is, that's, I mean, that's astounding, you know? That, that happens very rarely in, for anyone to be like, I'm going to actively pursue more information about this, or I want to learn more about this. And that's where I think the education system at large should embrace that much more than, you know, I mean, and it's okay to say, oh, well, I mean, you also have to pass math, you know, so we're going to help you, we're going to help you pass math. So, like, I think, I want to think another thing is all of the best teachers that I've ever had worried less about the subject and more about life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's like every teacher that I would look back at and say, like, they shaped what I thought and like how I came out of high school or, or just elementary school or whatever being, it was a lot, like they would, they would focus their energy a lot more on like, how are, like, how is your life going? How are you today? How can I help you? Mm-hmm. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was, and I mean like, and that could be for any, for any subject, obviously like, you know, I could have a, a calculus teacher that was very supportive and then I would like calculus, you know? I mean, maybe yeah, totally. maybe if I had like a great chemistry teacher, I I had an awful high school chemistry teacher, but maybe if I had a great one, I would honestly like chemistry now. I don't know. Or maybe if I had one who simply spoke in a way that resonated with me. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Like that. It could even be the subtle difference of like our personalities didn't gel, or they did. Mm-hmm. And so then all of a sudden that uh-huh. changes my relationship to this entire subject of knowledge. hundred percent. Yeah. Like I think I mean, that. Yeah. And, then, you know, and then you can feel like cheated out of this mm. field of information mm-hmm. like chemistry that I don't, I don't know anything about chemistry now because I didn't like the class. I didn't pay attention. I didn't want to. I mean, no, I'm sure I passed it or got an A or whatever, but then I didn't want to, like, study chemistry in college, God knows, because I had such a negative idea of it. And so, like, so much of our experience of these particular fields or areas of expertise depend upon that one 10-month window when we were 13 to frame our opinion about... Who we are, not only about I'm a math person, but about like exactly, yeah. It's like it becomes part of our identity, dude. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, I'm really good at math. That's like that's part of who I am, you know. Or I'm really good at writing, or I'm really good at whatever. Or not even not even that I'm really good at it again, but just like oh, I love to write. I I love to read. I love to solve problems, or you know what. But that that can be like if you had you know like there's lots of people that would say oh, I'm a very analytical thinker. I love to solve problems like that. But maybe if they had had some whack math teacher when they were 12 <clears> that <throat> made them not like math, you know, they would be a totally different person. That would not be part of their, they would they would look at a, you know, whatever problem that they would normally analyze whatever way and be like, I don't I don't know what to do here. You know, I'm not that type of person mm. that, could, that could look at this problem and solve Ooh. it like that. Yeah, like yeah. getting to a place where you say to yourself, I'm not that type of person, mm-hmm. right? That yeah, gets exactly. into that gets into like 
like how our personalities are formed. Right? It, it happens mm. in the exact same way, right? Like we respond mm. to a certain stimuli based on what feels comfortable, right? If I get pissed right. off when you yell at me from across the room, then all of a sudden I feel valid in having been pissed off because, well, can you believe him? He's such a fucking asshole. And then all of a sudden, now, like, I'm looking at myself as, like, the thing I do is, like, wait for the next person to piss me off. Or, 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 like, the opposite. Or if you... Yes. And so then, because you have the memory that there was once evidence for why it was okay for you to act whatever certain way about something then you never feel like it's an overreaction even if every time after that it actually is right Mm -hmm. if you can remember and then and then and then you get i feel like you get to the point where you tell yourself oh well i'm just a pissed off person most of the time that's just how i am you know and like that's who that's just who i am about it and say dude why are you like always mad all the time you're like i don't know it's just how i am i'm just mad i'm just mad that's what i do you know and then you and then you and then you don't try to work on it or even think about it you're just like oh just how i am oh well my life or like or well i'm impulsive so mm-hmm. i just oh, can't i can't sure, stop yeah. myself yeah and I get, then, and then yeah. that becomes such a justification for why it's not worth putting effort into changing whatever part of your thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because the story that you can write for yourself is that, like, mm-hmm. well, I'm just responding to these shitty circumstances. That's why I exactly, feel shitty. Yeah. That's why I act shittily. Mm-hmm. Right? And it's like, you know, yeah. you're never saying those words to yourself. At least I wasn't, mm-hmm. right? Like it's hard for me to do that even now, right? Only with hindsight yeah, sure. or with metaphorical yeah, exactly. pontificating can I be in a place mm-hmm. where I am aware enough and like can actually see that like this is all just me giving in to habitual response or resisting that mm-hmm. and making a conscious choice. Both of them are yeah, choices. Man. Everything is habit. One of them is easier. Yeah. Habits are easier. One of them has a lot less friction. And one of them holds some reality that has yet to exist. And so who's to say if I'm going to be like, well, our podcast will probably suck or we're going to get a million followers, right? I could think about either of those ends of things. But until we're actually here, all I know is this other way of like, feeling valid for responding or like calling myself lazy because I can look back and say, mm-hmm. well, when I was a student in high school and in college and when I have things, well, I never have followed through. So that story about myself that is evidenced by my memories makes me feel valid right. in being like, well, I'm lazy. Yeah. And then, well, and then that makes you feel valid in projecting that behavior into the future. Oh, like, well, yes. Start a podcast or whatever. I'm never going to follow through. I'm never going to get any fans or, you know, whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not going to work out because I'm a lazy person. And that's just so wise and wise. Oh, <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Golly. And, like, Dang, bro. I don't even, there are, like, 
a million different ways that I don't realize that I've like boxed myself into like sure. a lane or yeah. or a perception. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like when you like think about all the different personalities that you could have right now, you know, or like like the different like all the different ways, all the people in your life, the different ways that they perceive you all translates into how you think of how you perceive yourself you know i mean like Mm -hmm. you could wake up tomorrow and just decide to be a totally different person and just like whatever you could decide you know whatever like in like whatever moments i'm met with today whatever like opportunities i have to react to things i'm going to react in a totally different way than i would have in the past and you know you can put a lot of conscious effort into that if you wanted to but you won't because everything's just a habit and everything's you know how you perceive yourself and how you think others perceive you that's going to inform what you do next or how you respond to whatever situation. Just like if you think you're a lazy person, you think you're a pissed off person, you're going to respond in a lazy or pissed off way. Right. Well, even the idea of like approaching a day wanting to say, Mm -hmm. I will choose to react in a way that I don't typically react would put you Mm -hmm. into a day that would be filled with friction. It would be filled with friction. All of those choices would feel as if they were like six times heavier than what your automatic response would normally be. And so, right, Mm -hmm. in that place, especially if you're doing it without really having that specific language, maybe maybe you're just trying to work out because you want to lose some weight, right? It could be, right? Even if you're thinking about one thing, let alone all of the ways that you habitually respond. Like, I mean, and that's why, that's why, like, no one would do that in a whole day, yeah. Well, and, and with that much friction, which is not typical, right? Like, friction is fine. It, like, it's, it doesn't overpower us. But if you have mm-hmm. a lot of friction rubbing up against you in all of these places where normally it is a smooth ride, well, all of a sudden mm-hmm. you perceive that friction to be pain, because it is mm-hmm. a stimulus that you are not accustomed to feeling when you're gliding through your mm-hmm. rut, right? And uh, it's yeah, like, exactly. right, like yeah. in a vacuum, that friction is meaningless. Like it's nothing. It doesn't hurt you, little bitch, right? Like that's, yeah. <laughs> especially if I if you isolate it into one thing. If I if I say, hey, let me meditate for ten minutes right now, I'll be like, oh yeah, fuck. Right. But if I right, yeah. if I say. I'm going to meditate for 10 hours right now. That would turn into pain. Just yeah. in in how I would perceive that because it's so off track from what I normally am seeing, right? Every moment beyond, right? And yet also I know that within that pain there would be a lot of moments where I would break free from that reality, from my experience of it with that type of negativity or like resistance, right? Obviously that's an extreme example, right? But like, that's what I think that we can do with like being conscious about like, yo, I'm fucking here in this little box visually Mm -hmm. with you right next to me. So it's like, that's a place where I'm on, right? Like I'm tiptoeing across my experience in just like a more focused way than I would if my laptop was closed and I'm just sitting. Even if I'm thinking to myself these same thoughts, like I'm not on it in the same way. 
that when the camera's rolling, we show the fuck up. Like, so, right? Like, we have our own internal camera, right? Like, this has been huge for me is, like, recognizing that, like, I can step out of, like, me and, like, watch me, right? Like, I can watch what I'm doing. So, like, Mm -hmm. because I know that I can make that mental shift in just my perspective to be like, whoa, Wes, you were a little defensive when your mom asked you to clean your room, right? Like, Mm -hmm. what is that about, right? I am the person who was like, okay, I was going to fucking do it, mom. But I'm also, I'm I'm also the person who was like, she didn't mean, she didn't mean anything by that. And you know that you've wanted to clean up your room anyway. And also, you know that when you react in this particular way, it makes your mother feel a little bit upset. So I'm in control. If I can take that breath, if I can, as often as it will help me, step away to be like, yeah, no problem. You're right. It's a mess in here. Because that's the truth. I want to recognize it, but not be so fucking white-knuckled on holding on to what has seemed to be the state of reality and when all of a sudden I feel like I'm not in control or now I can watch myself be a lazy bitch whereas before I was like doing that but I wasn't also Mm -hmm. present as the one observing myself so I didn't have any guilt about it or did or any shame right where it's like I don't want to have guilt or shame about that so I can Mm -hmm. I can also work on releasing that because why does that exist? Because I'm holding on to other people's expectations of what the fuck my life is supposed to be, right? And so even if mm-hmm. oftentimes that sounds like it's coming from my own head, I can like yeah, yeah, think yeah. about it more closely, feel like I have more of like a magnifying glass to be like, oh yeah, that was mo- that's, that's mother culture talking to you. That's the societal voices that my loved ones have been saying to me without realizing it that I've been seeing on all of the everything, the billboard, the whatever, right? Like the the, neighbor, the elderly neighbor across the road who says, oh boy, well, I hope you were safe in Thailand, right? Like even that, I'm like, I'm like, you have your reality. And so like, I don't want to go fucking up everyone else's shit because I want to dig my heels into the ground to feel like, I've right. I've figured out the way, right? That's what religion has done. Oh yeah. Right? Yeah. Whereas like I can yeah. I can use whatever stories, whatever way of interacting with myself, I can use it so that I can find what works for me, right? But the minute that mm-hmm. I say, "Hey, have you accepted Jesus yet?" because if not, best get saved, boy. Right? right? Like, uh Right. And so that's such a fine line, right? And I feel like that stuff doesn't doesn't have like a conscious perpetrator, right? No one really started this fucking club to say like right. let's right, like let's control yeah, like them to our way of thing, yeah. right? Like you're going to be baptized and you're going to eat the blood of Christ and you know, you're going to fucking believe in this XYZ and you're going to chant your beliefs 
you know, when we have chanting time at the end of the service and you're going to come here on X, Y number of days and you're going to prove and you're going to give your money to us because we serve the best cause and because that's where your eternal salvation lies. And like, you are a sinner, so you better fucking show up. And it's like, yeah, because it makes sense that someone somewhere felt like a sinner and felt like, Oh, I just I want to feel better and that makes me feel better to think about my connection to someone who really sees me to write the idea of Jesus Christ looks in my eyes and doesn't judge me for who I am doesn't care how much money I have doesn't care that I cuss doesn't care that I sleep around mm-hmm. doesn't care that I'm gay right but is going to be like I, I want you here anyway mm-hmm. and like that's like such a tangent, but like it just seems like it's wrapped up in the same premise of like, right? The choice is don't go to college or go to college. Be a Christian mm. or be an atheist, mm. right? And those are really just like the, you know, the black and the white of what life is, which is an amalgamation of all of those colors, you know. Mm-hmm. you know not to say that everything's gray right because that's not true but like you're there isn't like right wing and left wing right mm-hmm. there isn't there isn't capitalism versus communism I see, yeah yeah sure. it's not daytime versus nighttime time is just time the sun is always setting it's just from my perspective uh. I'm see what I can see right now is different from what you can see. Right? I'm looking at my life in in the white part of the yin yang symbol and fuck, I'm really worried about that dark circle that's in on the light side because what? I thought it was daytime and how could this be? Like and why would I cling to that idea? Because because we want I you know, we want to click back in Right, dude, that's like, that idea really connects me with the idea of the matrix, bro. Right, because like, if that's the, right, like, that's what the matrix would want to default to, ones and zeros. That's what code is, Mm. right? The world that could be the programmic prism of non-reality that our brains are perceiving as true would I think default towards like the pent the penthouse penthouse businessman with the eight thousand dollar suit on and right. the poor Africans in poverty, right? That being right. our Western idea of what life can be, right? right? Like right, right. stepping out from that, realizing no, 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 this is not duality. I do not have mm. right in a way like I don't. I don't have the red pill or the blue pill. It's like that that choice in a way feels like I didn't get to make it, but yet also I made it on purpose, mm. right? Like I didn't choose to start to recognize that like shit is so f- much, like life is crazy and like so much of these systems are fucked and like people are seemingly living their lives brainwashed by like the expectations of what it could be. Like if you're, I, I just... I feel like if you're in a place where you could get caught up and you're just working hard and then you get a girlfriend and you have a kid, then all of a sudden that could become your life and you would never have enough of a breath to be able to even choose 
to potentially think oh, about waking up from the matrix. Yeah, sure. Dude, yeah. So I feel like really lucky, man. I mean, lucky how? Uh, yeah, I feel really lucky to like be aware of that awakening and to have the ability to like express those ideas with other people who have the same interests. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I I, I feel I I feel like lucky in a lot of ways to have like be thinking about these things, you know, at a young age rather than. Yeah. I mean, because like you said, it it would it would be very easy to like have. I mean, like you know, if I just hadn't really, if I hadn't thought, I mean, I don't know, like in what way. It, you know, like I was talking about a minute ago when I was in that film class and he was talking about pecans. I don't know in what way that struck me as maybe I don't want to be in college, but if it hadn't struck me like that, yeah, it would be really easy to just still be in college and I'm gone through all four years and graduate and then, you know, get a job in some Hollywood place, you know, doing whatever, like, and then, you know, get a family and, and just, and never, never think about what other paths there might have been. You know, there are so many, yeah. there's, there's always so many different paths and choices that you're making all the time that you don't even realize. And so like, like you were talking about stepping, stepping outside and looking at yourself. I think that also, mm -hmm. I, you know, like it applies to like the, the everyday choices you're making, like being or like, you know, habits, like being defensive if your mom asks you to clean your room, but then it also, you can step out and look at yourself and say like, is, am I consciously on the path of life that I want to be on or like, you know, like what, what options do I have? Like yeah. where, I mean, because like you were talking about like way better, <laughs> sorry, you were talking about, um, you know, like every eight years there being a different uh, part of your life or what, like a different fork in the road. Like you were talking about yeah. being that fork in the road when you were a, a sophomore and smoking and everything and being like, and then that same fork in the road that I saw with the pecan dude and being like, do I really want to be in college? You know, like, I mean, you can do that at any moment, really. I mean, there's, yeah. nothing, there's nothing stopping you at any moment from just going, like, hold on. What, like, where am I in life? What can I, like, what do I think this path that I'm on right now or, like, the actions that I'm pursuing right now, like, where do I think that's going to get me? And then what other options? I mean, like, what, like, I mean, because you have all the options at any given moment. It yeah. just takes stepping back and saying, like, you know. Just yeah. the perimeter. Yeah, you have all the options at every single moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, like, like I was just saying, like, in the moment when a choice needs to be made, it's so easy to get, boom, clicked into like, like the dichotomy of like, A or B. Uh huh. Even, right. even, even on something where it's like, do I get mad or do I let it go? Like, okay, like, mm. Mm. I, I understand why, you know, that framing could be like, this might cause an argument, this one, maybe I'm being the bigger person, but then am I internalizing it? Where it's like, ah, right, that's like part of the choice, but like, in a way, like, recognizing that you have that choice is like mm -hmm. a, a choice that is made right be right it's like you're adding in this additional yeah. layer yeah, yeah, yeah. 
to be like, boom, I'm gonna I'm gonna add in this like like pop me, pop me into third person mode, right? Like get me out of first sh- first person shooter and get me into like role playing game, right? Like mm-hmm. I think that what where who I am is looking around from behind my gun in this virtual right. world. Yeah. What I don't realize is that at any moment I could pop up to that bird's eye camera and be like, oh, yeah, that is me. Right? Like, mm-hmm. I'm making that choice when I'm here because I'm making it in that moment based on whatever, right? How I'm feeling, right. blah, blah, blah. Lots of times leaning towards the thing that's more habitual, the thing that has less friction, like we were saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's a good way of looking at like either first person or third person, and just I think that's a skill that uh, is. I mean, it's not necessary. I mean, it's it's hard. It's 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 a skill in itself that you know you have to practice. Is like I mean, because there's plenty of moments where you know, like you were saying, it seems like you're faced with either A or B, and the instinct is just to pick A or B. And a lot of right. times the instinct is to pick <laughs> right. you know, A is the one that you're more habitually going towards. So you just you don't even think about it, you just go A. So even to be able to realize that you have an option of A or B yes. and then to be able to realize that I'm making this choice, you know, like what am I making this choice based on? Am I doing it based off of habits or or you know, what what whatever it is, that's the whole there's, there's so many layers to it, basically. Right. And like I part of me wants to think that like boom a or b oh i can right oh this is actually a choice and i would usually choose Uh, a so that means i should choose b but again then it's like you just there's another layer to go where it's like boom you thought you were just going to do one now you have two so you think that you needed to do the other one but then realize like no you have so many more options than that right like you just you just have to like you have to like punch through to be able to continue to see and I feel like I feel like there's like in whatever like opportunity or, or situation that you're in like I don't know what that looks like in all those situations to be enacting that type of awareness right so it's like really cool in those moments when I've caught it when I've like been like oh here I am right like here I am popped out and like that's really powerful where it's like fuck like you know so I'm trying to think like what is it that helps me get there yeah I don't that's a good question you know yeah what's the like you know I mean well like we were talking about like you said you know you had the the wake-up call of being able to see all the f's on the report card and like that yeah. was like a moment where you know maybe but like it's so there there's like i feel like there's always like some kind of trigger that can help you step out or whatever it is and so if you can realize that you can be your own trigger whenever you want to be yes you know? but then but then it's just a matter of like what makes you realize that in the moment mm-hmm. and then it's and then well and then i mean speaking of habits then you just got to work on that being a habit is to is to think about all the different options and all you know what what you're really looking at if you're in first or third person dude and then imagining like like you know what that right like what that like simulation dashboard 
starts to look like when your mm -hmm. what is habitual to you starts to shift. Right. I don't, right? I can't even, yeah. I don't even know what that would look like because I still no. am in like pure, like I got to fight for my own autonomy back in a way. Like yeah, a little yeah. bit, which is like kind of, it's kind of intimidating because I'm like, damn, I can't believe I really like let myself get away from myself for so long. It's like funny. Mm -hmm. It's like funny that I was like, yeah. oh, golly, dang. And so, yeah. like, but also like that's this is where we're at and it's like and you know like one of the things that i'm already seeing is like even in this conversation that we're having is like being here at a point where i'm trying to think of what to say next and what's coming to my brain first is this new like catalog reference library of conversations that we've already had right or shit i've talked sure, about yeah. on live stream what we talked about 38 yeah, yeah. 38 minutes ago like all of a sudden wow like my tool belt is bigger right back to pleasant valley right mm -hmm. like i have a fucking backpack now of shit that yeah, i've yeah, talked yeah. about that now becomes this like database that will help me articulate the next thing a little bit better. That will give me an old metaphor that we talked about on episode three, right? That I that I remembered because it yeah, stuck yeah. with me, right? Like that's what's so valuable. Like fuck anyone else, <laughs> right? In a way, because like yeah, yeah, yeah. this is us like building up our libraries, right? Like we're building bookshelves, yeah, right? Like yeah. right? Like we're increasing our fucking RAM in our fucking memory storage, right? Like we're, we're fucking upgrading right, right. that shit by choosing B right now, right? Like, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we had choice A and like, boom, you called me. Boom, I'm like, let's do this. You're like, boom, let's screen yeah. grab this shit. Like, let me get my headphones. Like all of a sudden yeah. we're like, well, I mean, okay, a little bit of B baby. Like we like got a little bit of right. B in our system. It feels fucking good. Yeah, true that. True that. Yeah, yeah, dude. I mean, option A would have been like every other day up to this point in my life, which <laughs> did not involve recording a podcast. No, right? Yeah. So this is definitely different than that. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Like I hadn't thought about like it's easier for me to think of A and B as like black and white. But like, like what you just said, I think it's interesting to think about A or B being like same or different. Mm -hmm. I know what the same sure, looks like yeah. because I've done it. Dude. Dude. <laughs> Let yeah. me choose different because the fuck, yeah. why the fuck am I here then? Because why not? Yeah, dude. Ooh, bro, you know what I thought of. Boom. You just what? said this. You said, because why not? Because... Mm -hmm. Why not? Dude. Yeah, well, I think, I think that's actually really powerful. Really. I mean, I think that's really interesting to think about it, like, same or different, like you just said. I mean, I wasn't even really trying to, like, think about it like that, but now that you yeah. said it like that, like that, I think, I mean, I think that's a pretty useful compass for, like, a lot of life, to be honest. If you think about I mean, especially because, like you said, like, you already know what fame is. This is a thing that you've done 
every day or like you know most days of your entire life or whatever yeah. it may be like yeah. you know like whatever whatever so so why not choose the one that you don't know what it's going to be and maybe it maybe it's better maybe it's worse but you won't know unless you pick a different option at least you know every once in a while and then like you said otherwise why are you even here if you're just gonna you're gonna pick one thing or like not even pick because it's not like any of us chose the habits that we tend to fall into really yeah, you know right conscious choice and so if you're just gonna like let the the of uh, the outside factors of life shape your personality into mm-hmm. these habits that, and then just stick with them forever and it's like i mean then your life is already all laid out you know you can you can look at it and say i mean maybe not actually but you can like theoretically look at just if you stick with these same habits forever you pretty much already know like what the rest of your life is going to look like yeah yeah dude which is not something not something i'm interested in personally no and it's like it's interesting because that that initially makes me think of like well i you know i want to recognize that okay i'm i'm like privileged to be able to think about my life this way of course yeah sure so like yeah like for sure but in a way that's almost like that's almost like you know like i said when i was in thailand like okay like I now have a new vision of like what my kind of like safety net can look like. What do you mean? In terms what, of like, what, what do you mean by safety net? Uh, in terms of like, what do I have to do to fucking survive on this earth? Right. So, mm-hmm. like I was saying, like the idea of it being privileged for us to sit here and say, well, we need to figure out how to best become are the artists we're meant to be and like but where it's like okay there's a little bit of that like also we're white dudes also like Uh also like a lot of people got to work at dollar general every fucking day of their lives to feed their families yeah i mean yeah right Right. like a lot of my friends in thailand would never have the opportunity to pay to travel outside of their country ever in their whole lives and like Mm -hmm. but like also like I, you know, it's like I don't, ha- I don't have to apologize. Like that's another part of it. It's like mm. yes, okay, but like I'm working with what I have, right? Like I want, yeah, sure. I, I now want to go choose B, choose different mm-hmm. because I realize that like if I ever have to go back to the same, I will be fucking fine. Sure. Yeah. Right, but like guess, if yeah, like, if I was living in same because the idea of choosing B was so far out in left field, it seems impossible and like I don't have enough money or I'm too busy or all this stuff, right? But where it's like, it's like by choosing B regularly starts to make it so that Mm A seems more chill if I have to go back, Mm -hmm. if I shoot for the stars Mm -hmm. and I fall on my face or if I want to go back because I want to go spend two years back in Iowa when my dad's sick in 2058, whatever the fuck, right? Like all of right. this stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm working with it to recognize that like it doesn't have to signify any type of like place on this linear track of, you know, the supposed recipe, which 
which isn't written by anyone, right? Again, I feel like I, I'm always clarifying that, right? Like the idea of like the cultural expectations that I feel like I've been hearing my whole life, right? Everyone's hearing that voice a little bit differently, but I feel like it's so strong and it's so similar and it's so, we wear makeup and girls shave their legs and you do your thing and you well, blah, 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 blah. I mean, it's what you're born into and it's what you grow up seeing everyone else do. And so then it's just like, I mean, it, it, it's a lot easier to follow a blueprint that you've seen done, you know, many times than right. to create your own idea of what you want to do. Again, I, it's like literally just another way of you describing A and B. Like, yeah, it's like, it's, like, sure. it's yeah. so funny that it's like, we can't escape it. Like, the choices exist. That's what life is built of. And so like, it's like very empowering, right? I feel very empowered to have been able to say, yo, let's fucking do some shit that doesn't exist. And let us mm -hmm. turn it into a reality that we know is real because we are making it occur, but also that can yeah, yeah. be shared with those who didn't know that this didn't exist until it came into their world and by then we'll be episodes in and it will be this thing that will start to build momentum where it's like i feel like you sure, and yeah. i feel like you and i are never gonna have to say dude we got to record one this week it's been a while we're like nah, certainly yeah. certainly we yeah. might but like right so it's like the balance of like we're not gonna say every monday but we're also not going to be yeah. like, ooh, we did one. Now we're good. Because it's like, right, yeah. because tomorrow exists. Because it will continue to be that choice to, to be making. And like, dude, it, it yeah. feels, I don't know if it, I don't know if it like feels more comfortable, but it's like more exciting for me to be making that choice when like I'm making it with you. Sure. Yeah. No, that, I, I would say it feels more comfortable. I yeah. Think. Yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think I would be doing this by myself right now. So, like, yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Good shit, man. For sure. There it yeah, is, dude. dude. That same and, same and different is a good. I mean, that's. I'm, I'm going to continue to think about that. Cause that's, that's in our library now, bitch. We got this. Huh? Yo, dude, yeah. Exactly. Right? We can we can pull this out anytime we want forever from now on. Yeah. Like it's true. Yeah. It's really crazy. We just crafted a new lesson. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> like this world is fucking Minecraft. We just don't think that it is. Mm. Right? Because we've been given the rules. Yeah. Gravity exists. You have to have money to do this. You got to obey the fucking rules of this. Whatever. Like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. rules exist in Minecraft too, but it's all just code, and we can fucking hack that shit by making choices that have never been made before in a place yeah. where other people can come see and maybe feel inspired to go choose their B. Fuck, yeah, like, I'm, yeah. about, I'm about to choose other B shit in my day-to-day -day because this has given me so much energy. Like, yeah, so no, it's crazy, now, now I feel you know? Inspired. Myself, so yeah, yeah. It felt like incredibly seamless in a way. Yeah, I think so. I think it was it was as good as I could have hoped for. Yeah, honestly.
Good All stuff. Right, sure. All right. All right. Peace. See you later. All right. I hope you enjoyed that conversation. Um, thank you for tuning in. I just want to shout out my Instagram, Wes Only One. Um, hit me up there and Twitter, Wes Only One. Um, and then also, anyone who is still listening, I just wanted to throw this out there. Throw me a message. Um, I'd love to have uh, people on the podcast. I'm not going to say I'm going to have every single person who wants to be on on, but yeah, especially if we if we know each other, I'd love to. I mean, guys, really, this is an excuse to just like have long form conversations with part of my community, people in my community. So um, that includes you. If you are still here, which I guess you are. Hello. Thank you. Love you. All right. You know. I just have to say, <laughs> I can like feel kind of like the grease of my own levers loosening up and slowly but surely my, you know, soft little vulnerable, like cute <laughs> flamboyant soul is, um, you know, you know dry, I'm dry, it's drying its wings, um, and I'm, I'm, you know, at a point now of pure acceptance. I haven't talked about it a lot, but I didn't always accept what I was feeling in my body, right? My body and my mind were not meshed. Um, and so, yeah, I just, just even in, God, it's so funny, the little moments of, I, of me saying, good morning like that shit is just fun for me but it is like an it is like a energy bomb if i walk into the office with my coworkers and that's how i greet the day right these are these are small choices we can make right this is what would i do with no one watching how do i like to embody my own body how do I like to use my voice? How do I like to use my voice? I have so much inside me. Ah, uh, I feel like I'm going to explode. I'm like a rainbow-packed jet ready to blast off to the moon, baby. Uh, and I'm like tuning in with my Pisces moon, and I really love that. And I don't really know much about astrology, but yeah. Again, never stop learning. Like there's all this, these little aspects of the world that I love. Um, anyway, sorry for the, the final rant, but I was, I'm just trying to say I'm going to get more and more comfortable. And those of you who will continue to listen or whatever, I don't want to speculate. Who cares? I'm just saying I'm getting more comfortable with you and I like to be on the podcast. So I'll see you again for episode four. Much love and never stop learning. Bye.